Hi, friends. Welcome to the Rock Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Anya Rock, a woman, artist, entrepreneur, mom, and high-performance coach. I'm working on becoming the best version of myself and inspiring others to do the same. This is my invitation to you to be part of the collective shifting of consciousness. Let's choose love. Let's choose joy. And let's rock your joy one day at a time. Hi, friends. Welcome back. You're probably familiar with the idea of holistic nutrition, but have you ever applied those concepts to fashion? Enter slow fashion. My guest today, Heather Sullivan, introduced me to the idea of slow fashion and a capsule wardrobe. Heather lives in Charleston, where she recently moved from Chicago with her four children. Heather's need for a functional but stylish wardrobe that took her from park dates took meetings and cocktails, inspired the Vincent James line. She has a passion for environmental and women's rights, and I'm a huge fan of all of the clothes in her line, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. Welcome to Rock Your Joy, Heather. Hi. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. It's exciting. How are you today? Um, I'm doing well. Um, it's Friday, which is always good. Although I guess every day is really the same these days. But yeah, I'm doing well. Good, good. I love that you're you've you've found a quiet spot for yourself, which is not always an easy task on a Friday. I know I have to put my kids into lockdown when I'm when I'm coming onto these calls. Yes. So it's kind of a treat. Isn't yes. It? Well, I lock them out. I love it. <laughs> yes, love it, it is. I'm never home alone, so this is a treat. I love it. Yes. The alone time became my new, I don't know, the most prized thing in the last three months has been alone time, quiet time. Yes, I agree. So tell me, Heather, about you and what do you feel is your mission? I'm excited to hear your story and kind of how you came to be the fashion designer that you are and... um and, and hear how that, how that came to be and just hear your story of, of what you feel is your mission. Sure. So I guess I'll start with how I came to be a fashion designer, which sounds even funny to say out loud um, <laughs> because I actually was a registered dietitian nutritionist. Um, that was my professional uh, life. And after having three kids, while that was very useful um, to have that knowledge. And I do still find it so intriguing and fascinating, um, the relationship between food and wellness. I realized that it wasn't really doing it for me as far as like my passion anymore. Mm -hmm. It felt more um, like a chore, feeding three children, my youngest. um, Well, I have four children now, but when I decided I wanted to be a fashion designer, I had three. And my youngest has severe food allergies. And it was like, I don't know, it just was such a a chore to feed them and keep them healthy and picky eaters and all that kind of stuff. So I decided to, um, I found a lot of joy in creative pursuits. And I always have just interior design and styling and all that sort of thing gave me a lot of joy. Um, So I just found myself drifting into that area more. And I, was wearing a lot of leggings and spandex and 
yoga was, was a great retreat for me, but I was like, you know, I have really lost my groove. I used to love, you know, getting dressed and getting dressed up. And I felt that there had to be a better alternative for comfortable clothing that was stylish, but still very functional. And I had some fabric around from another project that I had been working on with my mom. And I just decided to start sewing some tops and I really found joy in it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. If I had asked myself when I was a nine-year-old girl what I wanted to be when I grow up, I would probably have said a fashion designer. And somewhere along the line that, you know, kind of went away. But yeah, so I needed that for myself. I was giving so much to my family and my children. At the time, um, my marriage was not in the greatest place. And I just, I really needed that for me. So that's kind of where it started. <laughs> I love it. And I love that you were kind of paying attention enough to not only feel those tugs, but then act on them. I think that's so often the hardest thing to do is just to take that first step. For sure. And it, I mean, it took a long time. I started it when my third son, who's now five and a half, was one. And then um, I got pregnant with Edie, our youngest, who's now two and a half. And that sort of delayed everything. Um, yeah, it definitely takes time. But like you said, you just have to start and put one foot in front of the other. And I had so much to learn because I did not have any training. But I loved it so much that mm. it, was, it was all exciting. Amazing. And your line, Vincent James, you often talk about is inspired by your grandfather. Tell us a little bit about that. So my grandfather was Vincent James. Um, he was a pattern maker. He designed uniforms for sporting teams or made the patterns for them. And he was a big part of my life. They lived down the street from us growing up. You know, the sewing machine was always out at, their, at my grandparents' house and at our house. And he made my, some of my first designs when I was a little girl and he always had mm -hmm. to make the pattern and it always took a lot longer than I wanted it to. But yeah, we had a really great relationship. He was, he was a really, really great guy, a creative thinker, a maker, um, a great sense of humor. So yeah, he was my inspiration still is. I love it. And do you have memory of, of kind of feeling back then like that inspired you? We talked about being a nine-year-old girl and thinking you wanted to be a fashion designer. Do you think that was because of him even then? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what made me think it was even possible. Although, you know, you get older and you put all these barriers up, you know, even when I started Vincent James, I was kind of like had that imposter syndrome of what am I doing? Who do I think mm -hmm. I am? Like, I'm just going to start a clothing line. That's crazy. But you know, you get over that. And I, I still sort of have it, I think. But yeah, I think that's what made me realize I could do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And you launched in a sort of um, unconventional or, you know, maybe more conventional in our, in our modern world. But talk a little bit about, you know, having an online business because you, you decided at least when you launched, you may be moving in different directions now, but you're not in a store, like you're really using kind of the new modern social connectivity to grow. And how has that been as a designer and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, so um, it's been great. I mean, it's slow and steady growth, but there's no way I would be able to do this without 
Instagram, really. I mean, that is my marketing platform. And it's all, you know, direct to consumer, which I love because it gives me, I feel like I have a relationship with my customers through Instagram. And I am open to selling in some stores, but because of the markup, I just, I don't know that it would make Mm -hmm. sense to do wholesale, but I would love, there's a store on the island here um, on Sullivan's Island who I look forward to partnering with. So small things like that would be great, but this is working for me for now. And it's very small batch, small scale, Mm -hmm. which with four children and um, they're all still pretty young and I I do want to be a big part of their life still. So this is a good pace for me. Who knows what will come um, in the next few years. But yeah, this is working well now. So talk a little bit about the the idea you you said, small batch. And I know um, you have a very sustainable um, approach to, I know you've used the term slow fashion. Tell us a little bit about Vincent James ethics and kind of that sustainable model. Okay. So um, I was researching a lot. When I was pregnant with my first child, I was researching a lot about, you know, the healthiest organic mattresses and clothing and bedding and all that kind of thing. And when I went to start in St. James, I wanted uh, the standards to meet the standards that I looked for in my children's clothes. I couldn't find a whole lot that was out there on the market. So that was part of the motivator for me and because it's just better for the environment and for our health. And I cotton, Tencel, um, which is a sustainable material. I use linen. Now I'm introducing linen to the line. Again, slowly but surely, it's taking longer than I had hoped, but that's the, the plan for the next line. And merino wool and hemp fabrics. Amazing. And they're all handmade or they're all made in Chicago, right? By... Yeah. So when I started Vincent James, I was living in Chicago and I work with a pattern maker there and there's about three women who sew and they're paid a living wage. And yeah, it's, it's just a nice, small, slow um, fashion team. What's interesting is I think we don't often think about the environmental piece when we think about fashion. A lot of people consider themselves environmentally aware and conscious. You know, we, we talked about kids and looking for, you know, all of the ways in which we're avoiding toxins. And I, I know for myself, what I started to look at was myself. I thought, well, if I'm putting this much, you know, into suddenly my child, maybe I should look at myself too. But do you think that people are starting to make that connection more between fashion and sustainability? I think so. I think the big thing right now with fashion and sustainability is is more the mass amounts that people are buying and then throwing away or quote unquote giving away, but giving to like who? Because no one needs all of this stuff. So I think that is an, that's an awesome movement that's happening right now is um, with fast fashion and how inexpensive it is. I think there was for a long time there, it was like buy more, more, more different outfit every time you leave the house. Um, And now I think, especially with the quarantine and everything, I think people are realizing you don't need all of that stuff. And that quality is better than quantity and finding your style and 
you know, feeling confident in what you're wearing each time is, in my opinion, more important than showing up in a different outfit every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think one of the things you inspired me was really thinking about this idea of, you know, being a parent, being a mother, we kind of end up wearing almost a uniform, except when we're going out on that one occasion. So talk to me a little bit about, you You mentioned kind of wearing spandex all the time, <laughs> but the, you know, and Vincent James is elevated essentials. It's, it's, you know, beautiful yet really versatile um, and how that evolved and how it appeals, you know, I can state the obvious, but how it appeals to us as, as women who are maybe um, expressing ourselves in multiple ways and how this line really allows for that. Yeah. So that was a big motivator for the designs is that I wanted to create something that was just a step above, you know, your average tank top or your average jumpsuit, but that it could still be worn to multiple events. And that helps to eliminate a lot of the decision-making. I'm sure you feel this way too. There's so many decisions to make in any given day, especially with children. And it just helps if you have a streamlined wardrobe that um, you know you feel confident in. You like the way it fits. You like the way it feels. But also it's a little bit different than what you might normally just throw on. It's a little bit above average, uh, if you will. So yeah, that was really, because for me, when I started designing these pieces, again, I had three young children. I did not have time to stand in front of the mirror and be like, does this look good with this? Or how, you know, do I like the way this top feels? I wanted to put it on, walk out the door and feel good every time and not have to think so much about it because I just didn't have the time or the energy. Yeah. But I think it's really, it's a, it's a revolutionary idea as women and as mothers to, it's, it's kind of all part of this idea of putting ourselves on the map, right? And saying that it matters how I look and feel because that translates to how I parent and how I bring myself out into the world. And, and it's not just throw on whatever and you know, live in sweatpants. But it'll, it's, I love that it kind of allows for both. It allows for comfort and movement and when you catch yourself, you know, walking with your kids in the storefront, you know, storefront window, it's like, oh yeah, I, I have style. I have me. I have who I am inside. A hundred percent. And I think, again, going back to when I started Vincent James, I had lost a lot of that. And I think a lot of women do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I realized it really did. Like you said, it made me a nicer person to care about what I'm wearing and, and feel good in my clothing. Um, it made me a better mother. And yeah, I think that's something that we all, it, it can sound um, a little bit like, oh, fashion, you know, it's wasted on wasted time or wasted money. But I really do think that the way you portray yourself to yourself and to the world matters. So yeah, I hope that it is helping women, you know, feel better about themselves and be creative and enjoy their day if just a little bit more because they feel good in what they're wearing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know when I was tired of wearing the same pants in in our three-month quarantine that it was always an elevated, like, oh, I'll, maybe I'll put on 
my Vincent James pants. Those would be the, <laughs> the next step up. I, I would have days where I just could not put on another pair of yoga pants. Right. Yeah. I made like a- even got really dressed up, like put on really, you know, a going out outfit because I just needed that shift in my energy. Yes. And I do think it really does provide that shift in energy. I, I made a point to get dressed almost every day in quarantine in something that I, you know, felt good in. And mm-hmm. I, it helped because there, it was a lot of, you know, I mean, you had it too. It was a lot of time doing the same thing over and over. So if at least, like you said, if you caught a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, you felt, you felt good. Or even not, if you're not looking in the mirror, it's still, you just know. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does change everything. And you have a, you mentioned um, new fabrics and you have a second collection coming out, which includes something that that's called climate beneficial fabrics. So tell me about the new line. I'm excited. And yes. what does that mean? What's a climate beneficial fabric? So the climate beneficial fabrics are not quite available yet, but I'm working on um, the way that you grow certain crops, um, like hemp, for example, actually takes more carbon out of the atmosphere than, than growing it releases. So, um, it's climate beneficial. Um, and so I'm going to be using hemp. And then also I'm working with a woman in New York who, um, uses climate beneficial yarn from alpaca. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm going to be making sweaters, cardigans soon, hopefully that are climate beneficial. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I think there's um, a lot of potential for agriculture um, and textiles to help with climate change. Small, it's a small step, but it's something. Yeah. And how is the new collection kind of an expression of where you are in your life now, as opposed to when you first launched? Yeah. So the new collection, um, which was supposed to be ready like early spring, but of course, things have changed and it's taking a little more time, but it was inspired by um, my move to Charleston and just the pieces that I wanted to be wearing in the heat of the summer and with a little bit more relaxed lifestyle that we have down here. Um, it's a little bit more of an effortless, relaxed vibe, I would say. Mm. I love effortless and relaxed. <laughs> right. Well, it fits the, these times, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So entrepreneur, you know, online business, four little kids. How are you cultivating joy these days and sustaining Heather? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it has been difficult these last few months, I would say. Um But at the same time, I mean, exercise for me, we've been riding bikes a lot and yoga for me is, it's a great outlet, but also just allowing what's happening to happen. I used to, I think I have a a little bit of control issues and it has been, it has been nice to let go of the control because I cannot change what's going on. And Mm -hmm you know, let the mess be there a little bit, let the kids have a little bit more freedom, say yes more often than no, um, when I can. Mm -hmm. So that, that has been nice. And, um, I think just being with my family, we don't, we didn't know a lot of people down here, um, before all this happened. So 
it wasn't that different for us to be spending a lot of time together, but there was something about this time that, you know, just enjoying one another's company in, in a really slow pace with not a lot on our plates besides, you know, the obvious things that go along with raising kids. But yeah, it's, it's just been nice to enjoy them, enjoy yeah. their little personalities. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, this has been so exciting to talk to you and hear your voice. And I'm, as you know, a big fan of you and Vincent James, and I'm excited for the new collection and um, really just really wonderful to see you sharing your voice and kind of educating all of us about the ways that we as consumers can take our impact to a new level. Yeah, I thank you so much for having me and thank you for being such a great supporter of Vincent James. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. Feeling inspired and want to share the joy? Leave a review so others can find the podcast more easily. Want to hang out more with me? You can find me on the interwebs at www.anyarock.com. That's A-I-N-E-R-O-C-K. And I'm also on Instagram at Anya underscore healthy living. Till next time, rock your joy. This episode was produced by Dante32.